0: All right welcome to the free yourself podcast i am super excited i'm also nervous right Because <laughs> i'm still new to this podcast stuff um but i'm excited to have my beautiful beautiful intelligent strong um spiritual strong faith um on on uh, very inspirational. We have a inspirational story. Um, but so, you know, I'm kind of nervous cause I want this to go right. You know, I, I am, like I said, I'm new to this. And I want to start off by saying that we are going to take some, we're going on this journey right now. Um, and I want to start off by saying that, um, I am, first of all, I do respect all religions. Um, We're going to go on a a religious ride, right? And uh, so just wanna say everything that's on this podcast is not, is meant to be uh, educational. Okay, so it's from an educational uh, perspective because like I said before, I like to learn as well. And so none other, no no one better than to have uh, my Titi Titi medium.
1: Hey baby,
0: how you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm doing fantastic.
0: So first excited
1: about spending this time with you.
0: Oh man, same same Just here. 11. We've been we've been talking about doing this for a while. Yes. Um. First of all, happy International Women's Day. I know it was the other day, yesterday, but. Um, You know, we're still in the same week, but um, we'll get into that a little later because you are an inspirational, uh, strong woman, and we're going to get to share your story today. So let's get into it. So what are you famous for? Who are you? What are you? uh, Who are we talking to? Who is this? What are you known for? Okay. So first
1: of all, I am me. Miriam, uh, your Titi. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be portrayed as a loving person because love has always been like the main force that drives me. I love, love, love. I love mom, dad. I come from a very loving family for a very loving upbringing. And me, I I am a, a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter, uh, a great grandma. (laughs) Now it's new. Um, I'm a sister in the faith. Um, I'm a warrior, always a warrior, always standing in the gap spiritually. Um, and I want to be known that way. like as, As a simple person, approachable, lovable, uh, available, you know, I'm very intentional and, um, that's me, Miriam.
0: That the medium you for you. <laughs> that is who you are. and and mm-hmm. I love it because it's not that you because you do have um, you have accomplishments that you have under your belt, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not who you are. That's not what you want to be known for. You are just a simple, beautiful, strong woman, loving, And that's what you want to be known for. Um, Super humble. Um, And you've always, you've always carried yourself that way around anybody and everybody I've seen you. Um, But um, let's talk about your journey on how you got here. Were you always this person or?
1: Yes. Well, I've always been that lovable person. Um, I think that if you reach out to family members, uh, my nephews, my nieces, mom, you'll find that there's always that, identify me as very, very lovable. I remember some of my nephews calling me kissing monster because I would try to kiss them all over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Love kissing uh, my my nephews, my nieces, my child. Um, But yeah, I had a tough upbringing, Um, suffer a lot from insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, always I have found in my journey recently I found that that strength that I always portrayed came from uh, protecting myself not mm-hmm. so much being a strong person but the strength that you would see came from building protection from being, from being hurt and uh, I, I thank God that I took a, a, um, a training if not Classes for freedom, and mm-hmm. I was able to find that about me, and I was able to cut it down and, and destroy all those walls. And I've, I'm feeling that the, the class is called freedom. I feel free. Free. Um, it's like if if it, like if you have so much that you can hardly breathe, but you're breathing. But now I'm breathing, you know, because mm-hmm. I understand certain things. Yeah. Um. My journey. I started very early. I I thought I always thought that I was a grown up. I don't know, even in my early years, I thought that I was older than I, than I was, but it was because mentally I was older, you yeah. know, wiser. So I think I was exposed to so much at an early age that, that made me feel like I was older. So in my, in my growing up, I got married young. At 17, I, I said, I do. At 18, I became a mom. At the same time, I didn't graduate on stage because I was in the hospital having Brenda. So oh, that was my diploma, my first diploma was not high school was being a mom. you oh,
0: know, wow. and
1: I remember my 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 senior year being in school uh, because I wanted to finish school, I didn't want to go to the annex school. I finished school and I have to sign papers so I could be walk around with my big old belly because I had a big belly. Um, and I have my um, uh, classmates helping me around and making sure that I would get to, go to class on time because they told me there would be no uh, mercy for you, you know. If you mm-hmm. stay here, you have to be on time. You can't, if, if you're allowed to take the elevator, but the elevator will always make you late. So.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So up and down those stairs.
0: <laughs> it was, what school did you go to? Harford High or Buckley?
1: Harford yeah. High. You
0: know what's funny? I had one of my kids uh, that, um, uh, in, the, in the work that I do, that he had uh, broken his leg. And like, he wasn't going to school because they said he could take the elevator, but he was always super late. Um, super late. <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> and then he had to wait for a security guard and all that. He's like, "Man, I'm just gonna stay home." So yep. it's funny that you that you say that because after all these years, mm-hmm. the elevator still makes. They make
1: it. <laughs> still use that elevator, and they still make everybody late. Yes. <laughs> so that's that was the beginning. So I got married young. Um, the way we were raised, we were raised to. To a mother that got married young so um uh, she didn't she couldn't talk to us about going to college and all of that because she didn't have that in her mm-hmm. her school was family yeah. and she did uh, made us strong as a family i, I believe that you know about your mom your mom is a very strong woman yes and you know how to take care of her house and her kids oh, yeah. you know it's a chicken right she mm-hmm. keeps you under her wings all the time yeah so yeah. We, we are i i did raise brenda Perhaps because of the situation of losing my son, I made Brenda a little bit more independent. But it was more out of fear than to make her independent, uh, independent woman that could survive, strive, and, and get ahead. I, I it was more out of fear of because of the loss. I mean, maybe we can go there. Uh, because of the loss, I became so afraid of losing her or her losing me that I pushed her away. Like, you need to learn how to survive on your own. And I thought that I was doing a, a good thing, but I really wasn't in a lot of ways, although my child became a very independent kid. So sometimes too independent that I have to take a line <laughs> to wait to to hear on the phone or something, you know, because she's doing so much and so many things, mm. so many exciting things because she kind of follow on my footsteps. So, um, and it's what I experienced her to and i thank god that she picked them on the good qualities and not on the the other side of me (laughs) before i became a christian that she did took some strength from me that she's using now in her job force so i i love that about about her Mm -hmm. but yeah very independent um i think i lost my frame of thought there for a second
0: um yeah, you were talking about your upbringing and yes, you know, how you got to uh where you're at and your you're talking about like you said your upbringing, you were at your graduation where you had your daughter. Yes. When you were supposed to be graduating. Um gotcha. But um I, you mentioned um losing your son. Yes. All right, can we go there? Yes. I have this clip here. Because this is part of your journey into becoming um, a Christian, right? Um, And finding peace, right? So I'm going to play a clip and then we can uh, go into uh, talking a little bit more about it.
1: People came to me to talk to me about the Lord. And I said, unless he comes down and tells me why I'm not talking to him. So you take your Bible and your, and your messages back to him because I don't need them. When I was 23 years old, um, I had this little boy, beautiful little boy. We named him Neftali, beautiful. Uh, he was my complexion because my daughter is very light-skinned, but he was my complexion. And I remember falling in love when I had him and the doctors put him in my chest. His eyes locked in my eyes and I was in love. With, with him from that moment on. He was everything to me. When he was three years old, I wanted to take him to the San Juan Festival because this is something that we did every year. As we were leaving the apartment, he didn't, I said, come on, Netito, let's go. We used to call him Netito, <laughs> let's go. And he said, no, I'm not leaving with you. So I said, well, if you're not leaving with me, I'm taking Brenda, which is my daughter's name. And my guy was across the building, so I wanted to turn it around to pick them up in front of the building. So, when he went came down with my girlfriend as he was uh saw me in the car turning around, I believe that he thought that I was leaving him. And he started running. And there's a street. So um before I pull my car from the street to turn it around, I see him running and I saw a car coming also very fast. It didn't give me time for to call him or or stop him or or tell my girlfriend, watch out, he's running. Um, it, everything happened in a moment. The car hit him. I got out of the car and I thought he was gonna be right there, but he wasn't. So I know the car took him with him. I started running behind the car until the car kind of threw him back out from under him, under the car. I screamed so loud that it was like my whole world came out of my life, of my body with that scream. To this day, I remember her legs and the back of her car. And she said, what did I do? And um, I just screamed. I was just screaming and screaming. So she left the site. He died in the hospital. He lost so much blood that he didn't make it. When we were at the funeral, uh, a lot of people came and consoled me by telling me that God had a plan. (laughs) I couldn't understand why a God so loving would take a kid in that manner of way. Hate for the first time in my life, I felt hate. It took over my my whole being. I have another child. My daughter was older than my son, and I completely forgot that she existed. It was I was all
0: right. I'm gonna stop it here and come back to it later because I want to talk about um that that feeling of why you thought, or that hate, can you talk about that a little more? Yes. First, first of all, the hate was towards, you mentioned that hate was towards uh, God. How did you feel about the, the woman? You said that she she, you know, jumped back in her car and took off. How were you feeling about her?
1: At the beginning, before I came back to my senses, I believe there was an accident. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's run out, a car's coming, you know, no one's holding the kid, a car comes, hits him, you know, doesn't know they, I believe she didn't know that she hit him. I know she, she knows she hit something, but she didn't, never in her life thought that it was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, so to me, it was an accident until I saw the police report when I saw the police report and, 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 he, and he said that the mother was holding the kid and the kid ran out of, it's like, I, I allow him to run out of my hands. And she's coming immediately. I knew she's, something was up because this car is coming fast. How did you, how do you know, if you don't know who you hit or what you hit, that there was a kid coming out of my hands, you know, like I, I let my kid go. Mm. Um, so things didn't make Sense on that report, and that made me so mad, so mad. And I couldn't remember her because I could all I can remember of her is her legs and the back mm-hmm. of a car. And I'm still talking to you right now, I can see that her legs in the back of a car. Wow, um, but that made me that enraged me. But one of the things that that really, really, and it's what I mentioned on the video is that when people were trying to console me, they were using the word of God. They were using God as mm-hmm. God knows everything. He has a plan. Uh, I'm so sorry for your loss. But, and and I'm, lo- I'm sitting there, I'm looking at my baby in the, the coffin, and, and these people are telling me all these things. I, there was a, a, a controversy between Christian and Catholic in there because my parents are Catholic. His parents are uh, Pentecostal and they're trying to bring a service in there and they you know they were having friction because of that so all of that i was saying i would, I, I wish someone would shut up <laughs> right yeah, now yeah
0: that's real that, yeah
1: yeah but i wanted so all i could do was scream you know i and, and let me tell you something about strong women in the in the house i have my mom on one side, my aunt, her sister, on the other, they both lost kids at early ages, mm-hmm. and then my sister Chefin on the back of me, um, that she was carrying her third child, and um, and that kept me so strong. That kept me like in place. That kept me from losing it, like getting up and, and grab the microphone out of the person's hand, or or you know, or, or destroy everything because that's what I did in the hospital. Uh, I thank God for that 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 was there with me. I, I tell you, I don't know who called who. And that Hartford hospital was that room while we were waiting was full of people, not just my family. It was full of people. I destroyed that room, that waiting room. When they came in to, to tell us the news, I destroyed it. And my dad was telling the doctor, please, you gotta do something. Cause I was doing a break dancing on that floor. I was just twisting around and pulling chairs. I got so enraged I couldn't believe that this was happening to me and I got selfish in my pain too because why would it happen not happen to me and happen to you would it be better that happens to you than to me Mm. you know and and, in my journey I learned all those things you know we become selfish I was so enraged I says I can't believe my grandmother, when we were growing up, anything that we did wrong, God is gonna punish you, right? So I was always waiting for the punishment of God. It never happened, right? So in that moment, I said, "I see." So you just waited all the things that I did as a child, all the way till now, to punish me and punish me this way. What did I do to you, you know, to deserve this? Yeah. You know, so I got so enraged. I got so mad. I had so much pain. I, I I I I stunk. Everything stunk. Everything was dark. Everything was smelly. Any any laughter from anybody would bother my ears so bad. Mm-hmm. I was so enraged. And then I have to also become this person that have to deal because I have another child. I have to have my home. I have to go to work. And then on top of all of that. Before he passed away I was trying to get my life together because I was just broken up with his, his father and I was staying at my mother's house that, that gave me the first help like I'm gonna help you out your first steps and then you get a, you know go up from here. And every door that I knocked, every opportunity, every apartment that I went to apply for was no. every job that I went to apply for was no. Everything that I went for to get something for my children, It was a no. The minute my son is gone, every single door opened, every opportunity. You think I was happy about it? I was so enraged that opportunities started to happen to me because I said, oh, okay. So now, because you took my son and you feel that I'm this way, now you're going to give me opportunities. Now you want me to do all these things. You know, now you're opening doors Mm -hmm. for me. I I tell you, Cheito, it was a constant fight with this God that I had. It was constantly (laughs) one-on-one.
0: So let me, let me ask, um, to get a, get a a better pictures. When, when this happened, were you with the father or you separated after we were separated?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Was that, um, was that because of everything you were going through or was that just something that was already?
1: Um, well, we have separated out of, uh, we were not divorced yet. We were separated a year already. I lived one year in Puerto Rico. I had just gotten back from Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. I lived in Puerto Rico a year mm-hmm. and I came back. I just told mom, mom, I'm coming back. I'm gonna allow him to bring me back, but I need you to open the door for me because I'm not going back with him. You know, gotcha. this is over. Okay. And, and that's how I, I end up at mom's house. Um, yeah. but it was like breakthrough, like like a whole year. Puerto Rico was my first beautiful, awesome year because I was in control of my life making decisions for them and for me. It was like the most beautiful year in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. to come back home and lose my child. I I should have stayed in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. You know, but but you don't you don't decide what's not gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna to happen tomorrow. No. Um, here I am myself thinking, why didn't I stay in Puerto Rico? Everything was going well. Why? So but you, then I I had spoken to Mom about coming back, and Mom said you have to come before the winter starts. Remember, you gotta get everything together before winter starts. Yeah. So I came back home, you know. Yeah. Plus the opportunity to stay with her. So
0: yeah, uh, that's nice. So yeah, it
1: was a broken it was a broken marriage already.
0: Okay, so and and then you're going through this this funk where everything everything stinks, and and opportunities are there. But yet yeah, you can't really, you can't really appreciate them or like enjoy them because you're still battling with yes. this. And yes. so how, how did you overcome that battle? Well, I
1: tell you, drinking was one of the ways that I kind of smoothed myself. I used to drink socially. But then I found that drinking would make me put me in a in a smooth mood where I don't have to think about everything else. But I was having a moment of good time that I started drinking. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know that I had a drinking problem until someone actually said, "You have a drinking problem, Miriam. You gotta take care of that." And with that came other things, you know, because you're exposed to so many things in the city. So other things came with that, yeah. and. um but that's what kept me flowing and being able to manage to be able to go to work opportunities came that's where I started working for someone center that opportunity got opened that door for me i tell you not i went to someone center to get to get in the list so to so I could get an apartment because being get trying to get an apartment in Hartford on my own was not possible not possible. So I went and is well, someone center helps you with jobs and, and they help you with apartments. Let's just go over there. So I went over there. And when I got there, um, I made an appointment. I went in to find out that the executive director, Bill Ortiz, um, I know him since my childhood. He was um, during summers. We had the summer jobs with CRT, Manpower, all those, com- all those associations, all those companies that were offering um, summer jobs for the children. Um, he was one of the people there. His mother lived in the same street that we grew up. So we we knew him. We knew his family. So I'm walking I'm in there. He says, I know you. He says, I know you too. He says, what are you doing here? He says, I'm looking for a job and I need an apartment. He says, oh, you know, our girl is leaving. You know how to type? Because one of the jobs that he got me when I was um, in school was a a, a secretary for Association of National Association of Puerto Rican Women. That is called NACOPRU as a short. Exists till this day. I was in that office in the beginning of that particular entity. It's still (laughs) thriving these days. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. So he said, but give her a test. If she passed the test, she has the job. That's what he said. He didn't ask me anything. He just told me that. <laughs> it's been like five or six years without me touching a typewriter. And I passed that test with, they needed 34, I passed it with 34. So tell me if it wasn't divine intervention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that is like, here, um, a little something for you to get on your feet. Yeah, it was divine
1: intervention. Did I Was I giving him credit? No, I wasn't. But it was divine inter, intervention. I started where I work eight years with uh, someone center from a receptionist typist all the way to the director of golden age senior center. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was working there, I did so much on the floor with the counselors that, and it's my nature to try to learn to make sure that everything goes smoothly. That's my nature. I want to know what you do in case you're not here that I could take care of your clients or let them know what's up, you know, what's the next step. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot from the counselors, the ones that dealt with housing, the ones that dealt with um, employment. And I started working with them. Whenever they were not there, I would take over their clients and stuff like that and at the reception. Right. So when the opportunity came, the director said, you know what, I'm going to put you in housing. And then the guy from employment left and says, I'm going to switch you over to employment, but I'm going to let you work with housing until I get someone for the for housing. So mm-hmm. I started doing that I got a lot of people in Hartford jobs. a wow. lot of wow. I got a, in Hartford a lot of families their housing, their food stamps, the welfare, everything is interconnected high- all, all over the place. Um and then because we grew up with all these people because you know, you know how Hartford is, it's a little it's a little Puerto Rican territory, you know, where everybody knows everybody and everybody's working for the government. Everybody's working for the city. And uh, so we did help each other. We, we worked together. We did a network that allow us to connect with each other. I would call Fulana de Tal at the welfare office and they would uh, immediately connect me, send them over. I, mm-hmm. I got them and I got their number and we have a lot of families going. We did a lot of work. So when the uh, opportunity for um, the, the Golden Age opened, I didn't want it. They came over to me and they say, "Hey, we're going to promote you to the director of Golden." Are you kidding me? I don't want to work with old people. I I love being out there getting people jobs and taking people to the welfare and going to the apartments and opening doors for people to. This is your apartment, you know that type of thing. That connection, I wanted it so much. I loved it. I was like. In there, you know, so um it says, You're the perfect person for this job. No, I'm not. Shoot, we work with old people. You gotta be kidding me. No, 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 that's gonna be boring. <laughs> and I don't yeah. want it. He said, Well, what about, what about if we tell you that because we thought of you for the job, why don't you give it a try? And if in three months you don't like it, we'll bring you back in to you know, what you're doing now. Would you give it a try?
0: And I said, Okay. I lost you. I did. I did. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I can hear you. What happened to your camera?
1: Oh, I know what it is. So it's a call coming in. Oh. And how do I get you back, though? Let me see. Here I am. There you go. Yeah, it was (laughs) a call coming in. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So I did. So I remember when they walked me into that senior center and those old people saw this young person come in. Mm -hmm. I remember one particular elderly man say, what the hell you think you're going to do for us? We have old people, older than older, younger than older. He said, but you own pila de mierda. <laughs> he called me like that. You are un pila de mierda. What are you going to give to us? And I was going like, okay, didn't I tell you that this was not the job for me? He said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He doesn't make the decisions here. So I went in. He Actually, he kind of challenged me. Because when I left, I gave them six years. when I left there, um I had a lot of those senior citizens um thanking me for what I did. I did a lot for them because I find out, okay, so tell me what is it that that you that someone have not done for you, that you wanted done? And then I, I was able to get some of those elderly to sign their check because they used to do the X back in the days. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, you can use your social security card, your check, go to the bank and cash it. And if you didn't know, if you were, were illiterate, you can actually do a little cross and cash a check.
0: Uh-huh. So...
1: I gave you my check and I gave you my social security card guess what you can go to the bank and catch my check I didn't have to go right Mm. but I said a lot of the elderly were losing money that way because anybody could do that anybody could take the check and I said no we don't want to do that I mean we're Puerto Ricans you know we have class (laughs) so we have to change this so I uh, those that were signing with the next I says you're going to learn how to sign even if it's in um, printing, you know, even if it's not, not cursive, but we're going to learn, all of them learn how to sign their name. Uh, we had a photography as an art program, it was called uh, Opus Arts and the Aging, I don't know, I'm sure they're still there. And I had about an exposition, about 15 uh, art pieces that the elderly did with photography. And my last, before I left, they were going, we were going to take them to Puerto Rico to bring the exposition to Puerto Rico. We were in the dealing and willing to bring it so that they, they can go. They didn't have to pay for their, their tickets. So we were talking to the tourism of Puerto Rico to get this going. And, but I left before that happened. And it was um, Juan Fuentes. He yeah. was the instructor, yeah, of the wow. class. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of story in those eight years of with someone. Fuentes a
0: lot That is, so that's a great, so happy International Women's Day, because you seem to have done a lot in a city that's a lot of history, right? Because like you said, uh, Hartford's like this small, Mm -hmm. and I know the area, I've worked, I still work in the area, Um, so, you know, when you say you helped a lot of people, that that must have been a lot of people. Yes. Right? (laughs) So, like, I, I, I estoy orgullosa. I mean, <laughs> orgulloso. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: yes. ti, because that is amazing. That's amazing. Let me tell
1: you, mm-hmm. I love with passion what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Because I was doing it for mommy, for papi, for you guys, your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, in every person. You know, the Harvard H- H- Herald did a... Sunday piece on me, and they said to me, what drives you, you know, and I said, well, mi abuela, mi abuelos, and I know that you feel this way too, the relationship that my grandparents have with us, my grandparents were very strict, you don't see that with your grandparents, <laughs> mommy, Bobby, but <laughs> mine's, <laughs> They have rules and regulations. If you fail those rules, if you break one of them, you will pay the consequences and then they'll love you all over again. You know, so I cannot tell you how many times I broke the rule and how many times I was punished and I have never hated them because it was done so rightfully well. Of mm-hmm. course, it would have been called child abuse these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, these days. But I try to say, I mean, I, and I'm not I'm not for <laughs> at all hitting any kids uh, no. we get that straight but like there's a difference between that and abuse right yes so yes
1: i never hated them for for the abuse in in top of it grandma which was the one the punisher mm
0: -hmm. grandma
1: never reminded you of what you did last week Mm -hmm. and how many times you did it and you're Mm -hmm. going back on the wall and she never used the correa all the time the belt she didn't use it all the time it could be um Kneeling on the wall for five minutes, you yeah. know, looking at the wall, and she will always get you. I don't know why she wanted the corner so your nose could be sticking on the corner, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you cannot sit. You cannot sit on your on the back of your, of your legs because she would extend your time, and she had a punishment for every rule that you would break. So not all the time it was hitting you with a belt, mm-hmm. and then after the it was over, she had an uh, an IC or or a fruit or something to, to give you so you wouldn't feel so bad.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was really still love good.
0: you. It was hard. It was tough love. Uh, we yeah. were talking about tough love earlier and one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shows, I mean, my dad, even my dad, so my mom obviously is your sister. And so she came from, from that same environment with you. Um, but my dad also tells about like his parents were, were straight too and they had their things. Um, yes. Yeah. And so I think for, you know, you learned so much, it made you the person you are just like my parents and made them the person, the people that they are where yeah. it trickled down to us, not, not in the same form. Right. Um, yeah, Cause we
1: gave you guys more freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, with me and Brenda. I didn't have any problems with Brenda. I'm sure she did, you know, her, her part on doing everything that I forbid her to do. I know she no. did, because I didn't.
0: No. I didn't.
1: <laughs> she, it was like, I have rules. You yeah. submit to those rules. I'm not going to question what you're doing. If, you, if I told you the curfew is at 11 o'clock, mm. you're here for, one minute before 11 o'clock, that's all I care. Mm. Did, I, do I need to know what you were doing before you came home? No. So I gave her a little bit more freedom, so mm-hmm. much so that my dad one time called me and said, oye, vi tu nena por allá en la calle, allá estaba caminando, yo go, papi, if you're going to, if I see your, if I saw you on the corner street and it bothered me, guess what, I'm turning my car around and say, Cheito, what are you doing here? Yeah. No, mami me dio permiso, are you should, sure because back then there was no cell phone, you can't call mom to verify <laughs> Right, right. If I don't feel that the el ambiente estaba muy claro, guess what? You are getting in this car and I'm taking you home because right. I'm your auntie. Mm-hmm. You know. So right. you, grandpa, why didn't you pick her up and brought her it over here? <laughs> if you thought that she was doing something wrong, obviously she wasn't doing something wrong. You right, just right. don't. The like fact that she was out there at that time of the night. Mm-hmm. So you coming back with that, and I and I said to him, Bobby, I appreciate that so much from you but you come to tell me something that you saw my daughter doing, but you have never come to my house and asked me, do you need anything? Mm. Don't do that. I don't appreciate that, not one bit, because I'm a head of household. I am I live all by myself. And I was, in, I was trying to not just prove to everybody else, but to myself that I could do this, mm-hmm. that I didn't need anybody else, or I didn't need to get someone in my house, a, a man in my house to help me pay the bills, mm-hmm. And have someone that comes and abuse my child because I need help. No, no, no. I was going to prove that I could do this and I did. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you whatever means I had to do to be able to pay that monthly rent, to pay that monthly uh, light bill and that phone bill, and then have food. And I used to visit people at dinner time sometimes. Hey, how you doing? So I can have some food for my child. You know, nobody knew. I'm sure, mommy. Mommy can pick up other, on because you know your, yeah. you, know how your grandma is.
0: <laughs> they know, they know, they know.
1: <laughs> yeah, every now and then she would put some stuff in a little bag and say, "Toma para la nana," <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. take some yeah. food for your for your child. So yeah, so they they were a great help. Um, I believe that we have such unity in our family that even when we are a- apart and even when we think that we're not welcome or when we think that we we're there, yeah. we're always there. No, we have, we're, I
0: know. We're, I know really? that, and yeah. I am, I'm always, I always say how grateful I am and Eggy and, and Jenny, they'll say the same thing, uh, Brenda, mm-hmm. that Elise, that, oh, I'm gonna go down the, down the line, but like, that's mm-hmm. how we feel. And, you know, part of the, who I always say I am is, and part of me is that I'm, I'm real sensitive to that energy, that that just your presence of of that you being that way you can feel that right and then all the actions speak for themselves Mm -hmm. tambien where like you you show that like and i know that brenda is the way that she is because that's the way you are Mm -hmm. Um, and so i always appreciate uh our family being um a a unit like you said unity we we are a unit and i see how how how, uh, you know, mom and, and and all my aunts and uncles where they they go, that we all go through our lives and we go through mm-hmm. some things. But even if we're not, we're not there, like at those moments, you can tell that there you're thinking about them, you're praying with them when you do see them or you reached out or anything when you do see them is like man it's like that they never left they never lost anything there when when you're together it's like nothing is broken yes um but you know that's not that's not the case and i'm not saying that that you're you're, they're broken broken but like you know how when you're going through your things when you're together doesn't seem like you're going through those things right you know right yeah Um, yeah. you're you're
1: wrong that's why i said that that I found that some of my strength, when you see, wow, man, mujer un, un muro, you know? ¿Quién la tumba? Yeah. But, you know, it's just a brick wall. and 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 But it's defenses that you have put because you have to survive. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I, I, I wanted to prove this to myself and I wanted to prove this to others that we can do this without having to have this bunch of guys come into your life, destroy you and, and throw more more stuff at you and you're still more broken at the end and no help and destroy and, and, and your family destroy. Um, and they can you destroy, do you can do this on your own that you're such you have such an intelligence that you're one unit, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that that I had that, that I was able to do whatever I need to do, even if it took two jobs to do it. And and I did, and I was able to take this child and, and was able to I says, Mommy. You know, back in the days, the sneakers, the the t-shirts, and the the jeans that's that's what mm-hmm. you guys wore. And mm-hmm. I could not buy those sneakers all the time. Mm-hmm. But my child was such a good kid, and I says I want to see those grades because to me, having good grades meant that you're mentally you're mentally well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even if you were destroying the whole <laughs> city. <laughs> <laughs> those those grades are good. I know something is going Something's right. Something's clicking here. up there. Yeah. Oh, uh-uh,
0: boy so,
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're firing in all rules.
0: cylinders, you know, it's not like, I don't know, man, the elevator doesn't go to the top floor with that one, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> and I have rules, me I mean, you do this, I'll do that for you, but do you remember we are here all by yourself, we, I have you, you have me, we have to have each other's back on this. Because I cannot be with you 24-7. You have to learn how to stand on your own, go out there, and, and you can't be making trouble for me. Because I'm trying to make it so that we can live together, live independently from everybody else, and not go asking people for some money. Yeah, I don't want to owe anybody anything. I don't think I owe anybody anything in Hartford. Because <laughs> I never <laughs> asked for money. I was showing that I can do this. You know, I might yeah. be broke, but I was looking the part. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, and you remind me of my mom because my mom has always been. um, I've watched her play different roles in her life, Mm -hmm. and and she plays a role. She does not plays a role. She takes those roles and responsibilities on, and she does it right. She was home with with us. It was we 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 never lacked for anything at home, Mm -hmm. even when we didn't have much. We didn't lack for anything. (laughs) She held it down. It was like a team, if something happened, dad knew, or maybe some things were like, nah, you know what? We got mm-hmm. this, we don't gotta mm-hmm. let them know. But she, she always had that control where even if she, she didn't know it and didn't have it in the inside, on the outside, it seemed like she she was doing it. Yes.
1: Yeah, right? she had it all together.
0: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and you know, and and I and they, you know, I always say that I love uh, that I witnessed that, that I watched that. Right? I didn't yeah. understand that when I was growing up, but when you look back, it's like man, they taught me so much without without even saying anything, just their actions and and the way of being. And you yeah. see them now; they still man, they they love life. They they enjoy life. Yeah. They do, they right? do. So that's they, what keeps them young, man. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. They enjoy <laughs> they life.
1: By, yeah, they surrounded by a lot of love because they give so much love, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Yeah. And they stay younger and younger, those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so many years. Later. But yes.
0: That's, that's, yeah, I'm proud of I'm proud to be part of this family. I'm proud to have my mom, uh my dad, my my aunts and uncles. I just love you guys.
1: Mm-hmm. we love you guys too so much I love you each and every one of you because each and every one of you is a, a part of us and mom raised us to be together because mm-hmm. we were a lot I mean 11 kids that's a lot of kids that's
0: a whole lot of kids man
1: that's and a whole the lot voice, of grandkids
0: that's why I got a lot, the lot of cousins
1: <laughs> the boys never made any issues you know like eat the food and outside but us girls we had issues but mom never allowed us to go to sleep mm-hmm. mad at each other she always make us made up. Even as grown ups, if we have uh, uh, two words and we were like upset with each other because we said the wrong thing and we left mad, mom will call you. Hey, did you made up with your sister? And my sister, hey, did you made up? I I, I don't want to hear about this. In my house, this doesn't happen. I'm sorry. And so we will go and apologize to each other because that was mandated by mom, and we still keep that. Yeah, You know, that's... sometimes we have to say harsh things. And I said, I'm so sorry if I'm offending anybody, but I have to say this. I don't want to sugarcoat it because it's not going to solve the problem. It's not. So we have to say things, even when we don't like it, because we do it. Like you say, tough love. We have to say it mm-hmm. because we love you. Even if you, if I don't sound too lovable right now, it, I'm doing it out of love.
0: Out of love. Right. It's not. It's, that's not the intent. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I do struggle sometimes where where I feel like I can come off um, like rude or or I like I come off like I don't want to come off. And sometimes I don't because I feel like it's going to come out wrong where mm-hmm. I, I'm learning that saying it, no matter how people know you like they know like they know me, they know who I am, they know that listen man so i said i'm like man i didn't mean to come across like that like bro you ain't even got to tell me i know don't worry about it right where like it's it's that was always uh something that i that i struggled with like i i'm not gonna say it because i don't know how it's gonna come out and i don't want it to come out this way but i want to say it so it's like uh, yes 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 uh, like jump rope uh hey uh, 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 double dutch
1: yes yes (laughs) but But, um, i like my like, see, that's the thing with the difference with our grandparents and and us now. They had a rule. They rule. Mm. You're coming in my kingdom, and you have to submit to whatever the rules are in here. Yeah. You don't come in here and try to change anything. Yeah. You yeah. behave right. You you sit right. You behave right. You eat what she's giving. You don't question anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, you can go back to your house, but go with your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So. So we knew, we knew the rules, but we, for some reason, you know, as kids, we, we forget, we forget that we broke the rule yesterday. We got punished. And here we are today on that wall again.
0: (laughs) Here we go again.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Can I take it back a little bit? Because I do, I do hear um, what you're saying where I am, I'm hearing the you, I hear you putting up your walls. You're at this point where you're Mm -hmm. putting up your walls. And you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that right now you're learning to to take take down Fair those walls, but mm-hmm. you're actually showing us where these walls came from. Yes. And I take you back to okay, so all this is happening, right? You got you got you got new opportunities, you got this new job. We want you to do this elderly things. Where are you in, in that battle with God at that point?
1: Still have the battle because I was living, it was like living two lives um nine to five i was this person doing all these great things and i was having a wonderful time the moment we closed the door at the center after five here comes the gloominess the darkness going back home the everything is like okay here i switched dr Jacob and mr hyde here mm-hmm. i switched to miriam again where i have all this personal thing i gotta go home i gotta pick up my daughter i gotta deal with kidding. whatever i have a home look at the bills i have brenda brenda was my accountant so she would say mommy you have to pay the light bill because if not, they're going to shut it up this day. I said, okay, so how much can I give them? I says, at least you have to give them half. Can you have, do you have half? So we, we would do that with each other. Mm. And um, so I, I had that struggle. And uh, so what I started to do with Brenda about allowing her to go on her own. And at this point, she got a boyfriend. So I allowed her to go, go hang out with you guys, hang out with her friends to give her a little freedom from my gloominess. So I didn't want her to take part of this darkness that I had. And also allowed me to drink a little bit more because she was in a room. So mm-hmm. I was able to drink so, a little bit more. So I did. I to alcohol. I did that. I did that for a lot of years. Until one particular day, because I started hanging out and going out and partying. At the same time, I was working. I met so many people that I was invited to so many you know, different, different invitations to uh, different places, and also representing the uh, center. So I was out there. Uh, so, you know, she's wine and all anything that had to do with alcohol was there. So I was out there and then I would come home, uh, sometimes so drunk that I would be fighting this God and, and reminding him of what has happened. It, It was a constant thing, a constant fight, never stop until I surrender. It mm-hmm. there was. There was this, this was happening all the time. You know what really helped me in my life before I met the Lord was a twenty-one day um, detox that I did. Okay. I went for what? twenty-one. Days. Uh-huh. Uh I... huh.
0: What? What finally said? All right. Like it was it like somebody said, "Yo, you got to go into this place," or did you say, yeah. "I got to do something"? No, no, no.
1: My my boss. Because he was not only a boss, but was a friend. He says, you know, um, I need to talk to you. I want to bring something to you. And you tell me if I'm wrong and and if I'm right, let me help you out. Because I'm doing it out of trying to help you. And I noticed these changes on you. And and I don't know, I I have to walk around around you the other day just to see if you smell like alcohol. Because I, for the life of me, thought that you were drunk or something. And I said, really, me? Are you kidding me? Me? No way. He says, well, I think you have a problem, and I'm going to give you a chance to come clean. And it's okay. If if I'm in the wrong, I apologize, and it would, I would never bring it up again. But if I find out that you're lying to me, you're out of here in the spot. And I said, "No problem. We don't have. Don't bring it up to me because you know you're wrong and everything." So I go home and I'm now I'm concerned. And I said, "What the heck did I do? They <laughs> thinking this way." So I go home at this time. Nanny was rooming with me, and I said, Nani, you know." The boss said this to me, and I don't know what I did. He says, "Girl, I'm so glad he told you that. I have to tell you this. You have a..." Problem. And I said, "I do." She says, "Yes, yes, you do." Now, don't tell me you went to 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 work drinking. And I says, "No, I was feeling a little sick. You know that 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 beer with the salt it fixes your stomach. Yeah, I did that. But I didn't think that that like that, that I would smell like alcohol or anything like that."
0: So, you like, anyway. hold on, you like the what they're saying? Like, everybody says, Oh, you know what's good for a hangover? Have another beer. Is yes. you did?
1: Put a little salt in there, you drink it, and it's like alcohol <laughs> seltzer. It's good, man. It works.
0: <laughs> it worked.
1: Right. It, work. it need... worked, but I got caught. <laughs> that, that particular morning, I got caught. Yeah, so, yeah. um, he says to me, Oh, let's, let's talk about this one minute. Because I got, I started arguing, well, how happy you say that to me? You are disrespecting me. Da, 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 da. Let me hear you. all right? She says, if you listen for a moment, listen to this. That's your job. That's what brings in the food that pays the bills and does everything. If you lose it, what are you going to do? So if they're giving you this chance, go clean and whatever help they want to give you, do it it's going to be hard for me to go back now and say that I was lying, I'm going to look like a liar <laughs> she says, it doesn't matter it's better than losing your job <laughs> a liar that works for, the, for, for someone's center <laughs> says, okay, okay, you go, if I, you want me to go with you I'll go with you, he said no, 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 I'll go so the next day I said, boss, I need to talk to you, and then I said, you know, you were right I hope that you don't fire me but whatever help you want to give me I'm here yeah and he sent me. He took me and he left me there.
0: Okay, so you and go I, there. And mm-hmm. how long, how long is this, how long is this after the accident?
1: That has been, I'm going to say
0: a good six years. So it's six years of in that in that darkness of, you know, things are happening for you. You're going yes. just going along and Um, pretty much self medicating to make you feel go through this, yes. And so, at that six years, you had the boom wake up like, yo, actually,
1: 21 days. And you know what, those 21 days I was in there with all kinds of people when I thought that I was better than anybody else in there Mm. because I was in drugs in my veins. Mm. But, um, I found uh, a class called grieving, yeah. And that, that, that's it. That was what I, that pill that I needed to take. Mm-hmm. In that class, I find out so many things about myself that I didn't know. The triggers, the talking about it for the first time, able to, because I didn't want to go. I don't want nobody to know my business. That was my thing. I don't mm-hmm. want nobody to know my business. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. But you sit down and listen to the other people. You're going to find that people, you're not the only one with a problem. Yeah yeah it's a problem and you might relate to their problems and says okay so I'll go and boy after I finished with that class I wanted to I was looking forward to that class every day Mm -hmm. you know to go and it was like one day a week I wanted to the only part that I didn't do that was should have been good for me was having the family you know it was a family day where you get this confrontation type of thing where you tell your family and you you apologize to your family, you ask for forgiveness, but you also tell them and they could get, get to hear you and you and you and, and you get yeah. to hear them. Mm-hmm. That part didn't happen, but um, but I left there knowing what would trigger me to go and drink. What would trigger me to grab that? And then I can tell you that I didn't go back. I did.
0: I did. Yeah, I wanted I to ask you. So so you did the twenty one days and boom, you forgave God. You your mm-hmm. hate, your hate for God went away.
1: No, no, I didn't leave God out of out of the system. I went and I did all these things. I still have my fight with God. Okay. Um, yes, I did. That didn't that didn't stop. But oh, I was able to stop the drinking, and that made okay. me feel so so good because I could I could I could think. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could I could balance myself. I could I could look at things in a different way. Gotcha. Went back to drink. Yeah, I had una farándula. I had friends and coworkers and people <laughs> in the city of Hartford and other um, centers that were doing community work that we will get together. Marion, what are you doing tonight? We're we having this, okay, I can can I postpone that one? I, I really big. I was staying, trying to stay away from the drinking or being tempted by the drinking. I had a, a mentor that I would talk to that was there for me at least the first, I would say, three months. Mm -hmm. um always checking up on me and um and I did very well but the gloominess came back and I said a beer is not gonna hurt me because now I know what triggers I have so I know that I can control with a trigger I'm making the decision to drink and nothing is pulling me to go drink you know what I'm saying I'm not drinking to myself uh, calm down uh, as a pill like a a pill will right yeah yeah. so um but it will get me so sad Whenever I drank, because I, I would drink and then leave because I didn't want to have a second one and mm-hmm. find myself drunk in the morning, you know? Yeah. And of course, I have to be accountable for work because now they're watching me. They right. didn't know. They didn't know. And, and let me tell you, at work, nobody knew that I went for that. It was between administration and me. Nobody else knew. Yeah. So <laughs> I took a leave of absence to do the 21 days. My daughter didn't know. I, I went to work my daughter was like Miriam is working away and and of course Nani knew and Nani was going to take care of Brenda while I was gone so we worked it out really well so nobody knew that what I was going through so um but I it continued the the feeling down and, and and feeling sad all of that didn't go away um so when I started to try to drink more I Nani told me Nani was the one that suggested why don't you go no, Miami for a little while, and spend time with mom. I said, "You think she would allow me to come over there?" I don't know. I don't want to leave Hartford. I have too much going on here. I tell you what happened. What happened was that the city decided to cut funds on our center on the, with the elderly. All the elderly centers—they were cutting budgets and all that stuff. And they decided because by this point, uh, Golden Age became a building, a housing building. Yeah. with the center at the bottom. They decided that it was not necessary to have an independent center. So they merged south end with north end. And they mm-hmm. took out mine, my job. And they put me on layoff. When they laid me off, that's when darkness started to come back and, and really hitting. And now I'm spending, I don't have to account to anybody, so I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So it went back to that conversation with Nani that I said, you know what? We call mom, mom said, come over. And I came to Hartford, I mean to Miami where I met Freddie.
0: Freddie right. was my to the let me
1: the key. Yes.
0: I, I met Freddie. I wanna play this clip because I really like this clip. Um whoever made the video, I uh, give him a lot of uh props, but uh-huh. wait, 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 wait. Um hold on, let me share it. Yeah.
1: Miami. I was introduced to my husband, to Freddie, and um, we liked each other from the moment we, you know, we met. So um, he invited this me to you know, to go out with him, and he shared his testimony with me. And I remember sitting there and looking at him, telling me about Jesus, and making the Lord like a real person. And I never saw Jesus that way. I never. that he was a real person and he's telling me how he helped him change his life and he comes from a from a bad life of, of drug addiction too and how he changed his life and I was going like wait a minute so you did that for him and you cannot do anything for me you can't even answer my question of why you took my son that way but at the same time um it was the turning point in my life where I knew that I needed to change. That things have to change, and um, so thank you, sweetheart. At that moment, that, when he took like me like I want to cry, said, man.
0: Is he there? So, I want to cry, man. You really I love like
1: it. this guy <laughs> that he's telling me about, and, and you're as real as he said. Then give me peace. If you give me peace, then I can take care of everything because I'm tired of running. Finally, when um, the Lord gave me peace, I was able to accept him in my life. And I was able to accept him as my Lord and Savior. So once he did that and gave me peace, I was able to listen to him. And I can't tell you this day, to this day, why it happened that way. But I do know that the Lord was set you free mm. that if you listen to him,
0: if you allow the Lord to come into your life, he'll do the change for you because he it... yeah <laughs> I so I want before we get into that because I do I fully believe when you give yourself to the Lord and give let go and you let God um, that it it does it sets you free. However, I do have questions. Um, of uh, personifying it, right? Because I, I see it in a way where I'm not fully grasping so I can fully grasp the personification. My thing is that a lot of people don't understand that, where I want for you to kind of help us understand that way. However, I do want to talk about, Um. so you met Freddie, you came down to Miami, and you had those questions. He 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 showed you the way that he was living and what the Lord has done for him. And you're still with this, like how, why you and why not me? Why not me? Like what? What? Can you talk us to how that? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, Freddie told me about his testimony, and I didn't go into details about his testimony because he should be the one telling right. his testimony but knowing everything that he went through because he went through a lot Mm -hmm. and surrendering himself to this jesus Mm -hmm. that i know excuse me i knew jesus as the crucified jesus i never saw him except for the movies it would end up in crucifixion so Mm -hmm. in my mind i always saw him in my catholic years i always saw him as the crucified Jesus, the one in the cross, cruc- I never saw him as the person walking around before, like he was before okay. the crucifixion, like they show us in the movies, right? Right. That's okay. when I saw him. So when he tells me about Jesus and what he did for him, I actually saw a person
0: mm.
1: that you have, a, like me and you, talking right here.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: having a conversation, and this Jesus that you surrender all that someone tells you that if you surrender your life to him. He's so real that he's going to come in and change your life that I wanted that. This is, that's all I want. Yeah. I want to answer why, because I was so hurt to think of this God so wonderful and so loving that in order to take this child to him, he's going to allow this car to kill it. That was what was running in my mind. And it hurt so much because it's my baby. My baby was taken that way I could not understand it. It was like it was like um, era tener una you know cuando un perrito cuando tú te espetas una estillita y que molesta y molesta y molesta until you take it out. Yeah. It's going to bother you. It, it just bothers me and bothers me. And I don't have no answer. No one is talking back to me and I need some answers. Mm-hmm. And that was my fight. Why don't you answer me? Of course, he sent like three people to talk to me, but I didn't want to talk to them about it. Don't talk, you know, take your Bible, take your stuff. He sent all these people to me to talk to me but the only person that I was able to listen was Freddie (laughs) because I was interested in Freddie. Right. (laughs) So I was listening, but also I believe that when I met Freddie, when, when that encounter came together, I was ready to surrender. I was already in the process of saying no to alcohol, saying no to drugs. I need a change in my life. And I'm going, that's, that was my walk and that was my frame of mind. I need a change. And coming in here, that's why I came in here to make that change. Mm-hmm. So when Freddie's telling me about Jesus, he's talking to me like if I was if I was telling you about Brenda, you know? You immediately start envisioning this personality that is helping you, even if you don't know Brenda, right? Immediately, when someone talks to you about someone, you immediately, there's a vision that comes up
0: yeah. with
1: everything that the person is telling you about them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I saw him for the first time. A real person. And I'm saying, how could you do this to him and not do it for me? Of course, I've been fighting him all my all these years. I'm not giving him a choice because I put my pantalones queria que se bajara del trono y viniera hasta me a, a decirme por qué. Right? And that's not how this works. So I knew I needed peace because I was I had no peace. Mm-hmm. I could be, I, I could show you this perfect a person with a whole struggle in her mind it was a war in here between those ears there was war going on and um so i said if you give me peace if you bring peace to my life i will listen to you
0: Mm. and peace came how did it came what did that feel like where did it come from did it like
1: Is it, if you carry in something, oh, a worry, I can take it, I can make it an example there. When you worry about something, it's something like like it's really taking your sleep. It's really taking everything from you because you have to go and confront this worry. And you don't know how you're going to do it and how am I going to explain it and how am I going to say it? What kind of words am I going to use? Because you already know what the other person is going to react like. Yeah it's like that so you yes. have that worry 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 now you wake up in the morning and it's completely taken care of mm. you don't have to worry no more it's completely lifted up mm-hmm. and you're looking for it but you can't find that motion that emotion of worry that emotion of of not having peace of desespero. It's, it's like having an anxiety attack it's like they're taking the the, the floor of your feet it is it's, it's fear it's in anxiety fear all together at the same time i tell you i would take alcohol you know valium mm-hmm. valium is a pill for to keep you calm yeah and sometimes when you take it you can just knock out yeah it would never knock me out
0: Oof! did you no. take more because of that or wow
1: <laughs> it would not knock me out alcohol with it wow. mixed together no Okay. it was a speed to me it was a speed it was never to slow me that down
0: was it. yeah mm-hmm.
1: and it might my, my i will sleep have very sleepless night and i would function that way the next day so mm-hmm. i makeup was like my, my my tool to be able to cover the dark circles in my eyes to mm-hmm. keep it straight you know yeah and um so the peace came and i was when peace came i was able to listen Mm. so I started to listen ah. and then when I started yeah, yeah. to listen it's it como te gustó la te gustó tu, tu esposa right? mm-hmm. eh, dijo, ok I, I, I'll talk to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything she has to say you want to listen to like that Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh? yeah. No. It, it was like that Freddie, you're next. Get
0: ready, Freddie. You're next.
1: Yes. <laughs> Come say hello. Yes. It was like that. Mm. <laughs> That's
0: beautiful. So at that moment, so that Hola, heat.
1: There Man, you go. Man, bro,
0: you look younger and younger. every Every time I see you, you look younger and younger, bro. <laughs>
1: Uh, all the glories for God. I tell you, I feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i having been having like a headache today, but... It's like a head cold. How you doing, mm-hmm. my brother? You're looking
0: good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, blessed, always. Um, things are going good at work. I'm having a great time doing a podcast. Um, but yeah, man, I'm happy. I'm good. <laughs> We're good, good over here. Thank you.
1: Beautiful thing,
0: man. Yeah. Continue to do what
1: you're doing, buddy. Yes.
0: Thank you. We love
1: it. I'll get it. I'll get. I'll get together with you. Okay.
0: Yes, definitely. I want it.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey,
1: be careful, that the mirror will make you cry.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> She's
1: powerful, bro. She's powerful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. So my turn. <laughs> so yeah. So that that way. I, it's the only way that I can. So you can understand it so I can explain it. Yeah. You have this big workers. you have to have some kind of confrontation. You really don't want to do it. And toda esa ansiedad que entra en tu, en tu sistema. Mm. You experience all that anxiety and all that worry to find out that it's lifted up from you. Mm. It's not. It's literally... No problem. Have no confrontation. You don't have to do none of that. And because you fall in love with that feeling, you allow it to come more. Mm. So, so now... Yeah, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. You so how to did, yeah? So how did that work with with uh, everything you were battling with, um, with with the the death of Natito, and that hate that you were having and not not understanding? How what did it? What was it like when you said ah, you know what? Let me let that go. Mm-hmm. How was that? In
1: that okay. So in getting to know. Uh, starting this relationship with Jesus and getting to know him and what he did on the cross for you and for me Mm -hmm. he took the beating and the lashes and they bruised him and when you get to know Jesus and his story and why God gave him to die for us for you and me for, for the forgiveness of your sins the ones you committed in the past the ones you committed now and the ones that you don't know that you're going to commit, because mm-hmm. we repeat every day. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to do next year or mm-hmm. tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you take all of that and you accept that and you say, wow, he went uh, through 40 days of fasting where the enemy tempt him, says in his word. Mm-hmm. And you put all that stuff together and he's giving you freedom, the freedom because we are Triune people god is three and two is father son and holy Ghost oh yeah mm-hmm. we are the same we are soul mind and body yeah so is um, your spirit man mm-hmm. is the one that connects with god that's why it's sometimes difficult to understand from the fleshly perspective yeah. you know right from the perspective so- of the flesh you cannot never will never understand a love, that God has for you. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can uh, compare it to is the love that you have for your child.
0: Mm. You see? Yeah. when,
1: when The way you love your kid, yes, the way you love your kid, when you see that baby, because God always sees us as babies. When you see that baby, que que, que you have to do everything for them. You got to feed them. You got to change their diaper. They're so fragile. That's how God sees us. And that's how he treats us. And that's how he loves us. God is a God of rules. He gave his son to get us closer to him. And it's so much that you have to learn, Cheito. You mm-hmm. have to learn so much. I love the Old Testament because it gives you all the story about God. But the New Testament tells you. And, and it gives you all the story about God, but also the promise that a Messiah would come to free his people. Mm-hmm. Um because his people didn't accept Jesus, it opened the door for us to come into the promise because God set up for Abraham. Abraham said, I give you, your children are gonna be as much as the sand mm-hmm. and the stars. And we are all part of his mm-hmm. kingdom. So Jesus, um, when I learned to know about him and what he did for me on the cross, was able to repent for all my my disrespectfulness. And I cannot tell you that he told me why he took my son. He only said, he only said, there's an enemy to your soul that also does things to take away your faith. That his job, the same way my job is to take you to heaven, his job also is to take you to hell. And he's always going to come against what I say the only way that you can um, identify it is that if the thought doesn't give you peace, it's not of God. Uh, Anything that is negative, ansiedad, depresion, if you filter all that stuff, if you experiencing that, that comes from your enemy. And when you have God on the other end of you, of, of the spectrum, if you bring it over to the Lord, He can bring you that peace to understand me to focus. Mm. You kind of—it's like you focus, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like You come together in your in your true being and say, "Oh, wait a minute! The enemy just put this step in my house, and there's there's a problem right here." You know. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's... I was able to render the pain and say, "Okay, so si tú eres real, mm-hmm. if you're this real Jesus, you're this real God." And you are here for me. Then I want to see what you are going to do for me. So I surrender. Like, and he took away, took away that 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 hate. And I started. Everything started to get sweet again, and I was able to laugh again because I wasn't laughing. Nothing was funny to me. I started laughing again. I started crying because I didn't. I, I left all my tears in the tumba de mi hijo, and I wasn't able. I could cry. I could. Tell you and you could hear me. Oh, my room is crying, but there was no tears. That would make it even more painful because God gave us tears to release pain.
0: To release it, yes. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I had no tears left, mm-hmm. so it was really hard. I could scream, like screaming pain, but I have no tears. Yeah. I was able to cry not just because of pain or emotion, but because of laughter. I would yeah. laugh so much that I would cry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And a release también, mm-hmm. because I mean I would imagine if you're, you know, your something is is lifted and you feel, oh my, my goodness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those tears of joys of now you're you're releasing it spiritually, and but like you're like you said, we're we're still flesh, we're still spirit, right? Where you released it spiritually now get it out of your get it out of your um your body también, mm-hmm. right? I see yes. it, and you know. Correct me if I'm not saying it right, but I see like it's a when you have when when fear comes up, when um, anxiety comes up, it's that it's that that other side, right? Um, the 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 devil, right? Where mm-hmm. God is like, okay, what are we gonna do? You take the first step, right? And, and let and let me help you. Let me help you, right? Yes. Um, I feel like I see that and I feel that way. Right. Um, and it's like, I feel like that's part of our, our journey, our battle where that is it, when you go through that, um, it's meant for, it's meant for, it's meant for your spirit to grow, right? Because we're all, it's like you said. The spirit, body, and soul—right, where mm-hmm. we are all together in this journey, where we we are all growing, right? And on Earth, we're growing, we're getting older. Our spirit también is is growing, evolving. Where we're doing it all together, where these things come up for us to, like, okay, let's grow, let's do this, let's let's uh take this in and beat it, right, mm-hmm. and and get stronger with it. Um, yes. so when I, when, when I, uh, when I go through that, it, it's a lot of those, if, if I take it upon myself to fight with it by myself, it's, it's just going to be a struggle. <laughs> it like, is a struggle. My goodness, why can't yes, I get it, this right? And,
1: and until, you know, as, as human beings, we do that first. Yeah. We're so accustomed to go try to solve it first or yeah. go try to find it first. Mm-hmm. And when you see that your strength is not enough to beat it, then you say, Dios mío, ayúdame, porque no sé qué voy a hacer. I'm going to mess this up real good, <laughs> you know? And then you give it to him, and then you can feel that there's a solution some kind of way. Or He'll yeah. put someone there, or he'll give you the thought to, mm-hmm. well, this is what you need to do next. Mm-hmm. And then you do it, and then, yeah. then it works. Yeah. And we, even even as Christians, you know, because I have a group of women, uh, uh, I, I, I receive... Freedom, and I'm giving freedom. Mm. And I say it, it's 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 always all the time that we do that. It it doesn't change. Now you have to make it a point to say, God, in the morning when you wake up, in your eyes, the first thank you because I'm alive today. Allow me to have this freedom to choose you first to solve everything that I'm going to encounter yeah. today. Yeah. And then with that mindset, you have to keep that mindset because everything is going to come against you to try to change your mindset mm. and you say no no, no I got God got this for me you said you got this for me now you deal with that and then you position yourself that when someone comes against you and challenge just you the wrong way you can step back and say okay lord what do i say to this do i have words for this the right words for this or do i stay shut yeah. quiet and allow them to bend and say whatever they have today. And I said, give me a second, I'll get back to you. Because yeah. if you go to, whenever I have used my fleshly desire to get back at someone because I feel hurt or or, mm-hmm. or challenged, um, I'm letting I'm letting him down and saying, my goodness, you did all these things for me. And I am a representation of you on the earth, which is what God wants us to be, a representation yeah. of it an extension of him in the earth because he wants people to bond people to come into his kingdom.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, he wants to give you life and more abundant life. He wants to give you freedom. You know, he wants to love you. The love of God still is not measurable by our infinite mind. No, it's not.
0: No, it's not. I feel like.
1: I said the only thing that you can compare it to, and it's just this tiny bit because he loves you even more than that. It's the love that you have for your children.
0: Even more. Because you love them so much. Right. You know, so
1: he loves us even more. It's
0: unconditional, it's super, it's unconditional, like, times a million, it's unconditional, that's how big it is, I feel like, so, part of my, part of my, um, my understanding, and because, like, sometimes I do have, uh, I struggle understanding some of different ways of looking at it, I feel personally, I feel that 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 God is is so unlimited and 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 it, it's pure love it is pure love. it's like it's nothing but the purest love where he loves loves loves. It's so big and immeasurable that once you start to describe it or explain it, it's already not that right <laughs> to yes. to know to come on to know him is to 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 know it's him like you know you can't explain it you can understand when people are trying to explain it that you know what they mean i know what you mean right but yeah i feel like it once you start start to describe it it's like okay it's not it it's a lot more than what i'm trying to say it is, it is get like by the time it gets down to and you got to watch who who is who is preaching the word right because everybody mm-hmm. has a different way of teaching teaching it, mm-hmm. right and and mm-hmm. and at the same time they might be teaching it the way that they see it but 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 like man, it does not it's not for me it's like oh uh, mm-hmm. no I it's want not where i understand one. it yes but i'm not i'm not seeing it but mm-hmm. i have seen some that oh it, 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 he, this that man right there explained it the way that I that's what I'm talking about. Like I see yeah. it that way. Well in,
1: in my in my Christian journey, I have met not, not even people that like day-to-day people, but people on TV, certain preachers on TV, certain uh teachings on TV that have filled my life immeasurably, mm-hmm. that have kept me so close to God that I can explode. And in, in, mm-hmm. in his spirit, because God, when Jesus left, he said to the disciples, I have to go so that the Holy Spirit can come. And it's the Holy Spirit all here on the earth, the force that keeps got love going and flowing around all of us. And it's a, a, a spirit that is within your spirit when you become a Christian that is going to help you see and develop your Christianity. Um, You do have to, I had a problem with the Holy spirit at the beginning Mm -hmm. because we're a very spiritual family. And I grew up in a time where it was very spiritual in Puerto Rico and the spiritismo and the spiritual things where I, where I, I grew up with Spiritismo, knowing about spiritismo. And then when you tell me about the Holy Spirit, I'm afraid of it because I think it's something to do with the Spiritismo, which yeah. in a certain way it is, but it's not what the Holy Spirit is. Yeah. So whenever the Holy Spirit t- to come close to me, I would be so afraid, like get away from me. Mm. You know, I don't want to touch that. I don't I don't feel that stuff on me. I would be so like it mm-hmm. took me a while <laughs> to be able to allow this relationship to be established because I was afraid of it
0: yeah Yeah. I
1: was I couldn't and then the Lord have to deal with me in those areas to let me know no 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 no. you're thinking totally different this is exactly the left you have to come to the right
0: it's your thinking yes my thinking
1: was complete. and I was afraid of the spiritual things and guess what you can't be afraid of the spiritual things because God is a spirit (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Dee That's yes. what I'm saying. That's what I, I like. I feel you. I'm understanding yes. you. Like I rather, yes. I want to listen to you. Yes, because
1: you it, yeah,
0: it is. And mm-hmm. and and I see things, and so I I find inspirations, and I and I learn from a lot, right? So, um, you know, for me, I feel like um, I'm here, but I want to be able to also learn from others, other other teachings, other um I just I don't want to limit myself to just in one way of thinking and where I can't appreciate uh words that a great philosopher that might be in touch yes but it's, it's coming it's coming across a different way but it's still a wow what a beautiful teaching
1: the only thing I can tell you about that is is yeah. the following I mean exactly like you sweetheart yeah. I need to find these things and i did mm-hmm. um and they're there for you to learn from them right. not to make yours but to learn exactly. objectively from them because when someone comes and tells you philosophies then you say ah, i don't know about that you know mm-hmm. you can tell me i understand exactly what you're saying versus not knowing and getting infatuated with it and him pulling you from what you your belief is right right because right. We, we we serve the one true god the creator of heavens and earth you don't need anybody else. Everybody, mm-hmm. Everything else goes right under him. Dicen que No one is right on top of him. Everybody is under him, whether you go with whoever you want to go away from being your Christian. And I'm not saying Catholic or anything, because this here, right. Christianity, it's a relationship with the Son of God and God, the mm-hmm. three the holy spirit god and 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 jesus
0: and it, and it's all, it's all together it's all together and
1: everything else everything man made uh, the, the philosophy everything that has been done by man goes right under them and they are the true god and and that's why we love you to learn a little bit about the old testament because we come from a time that when god chose the jewish people to be his people out of one man because of his heart It chose Abraham and under Abraham, all of us came in through. Um, There were people in the earth, they were, uh, they had other gods Mm. and they still today in the earth serving Mm. those gods Mm. and you find Muslims and you find, you know, you know, all these names that you find religiously, they all had their God. And when I say go and check it out, because what you're doing with this podcast will allow you to expand
0: more on those things, mm-hmm. but don't go too far away from. Well, so I never thought. Yeah. But that's my thing. Like, I, I, I I'm never that far. I'm never too far away because I know. And that's why I tell you, like, I, this is what I gravitate to. This is me over yes. here. But yes. I'm learning so much uh, with everything. I learned so much. Yes.
1: Yes, and it's Um, really because sometimes people think that they have to live such a strict life because they live for God, and mind you, that's what God wants.
0: I know exactly. God
1: wants wants your heart, He's looking at your heart. Mm -hmm. And as He says, I I gave my son to for your sins, of then He paid them all on the cross for you, Mm -hmm. even before you were in this world. He paid all that, even before I came to this world, He did all that for us. He Mm -hmm. did, but then the people on that time. And for us of to, uh, through eternity, He yeah. did that for us. And we sometimes, ourselves, we take it so hard on ourselves. And we right. even that God is willing to forgive you, you don't want to forgive other people that have hurt you. You know. So I went through that journey. I have I forgave that lady, and I wish I could have seen her in person to say I forgive you because I held you so captive for so many years. I yeah. got that moment in so Christ with. Them. When yeah, he that's said, what I wanted you, to.
0: That's what I was trying to ask you earlier. Yeah. So you held her, and what would you like yeah, to held say her if, she, if she ever comes across this podcast? What would you say to her?
1: Oh my goodness! If she was to see this, this podcast, I would tell her, "Lady, I forgive you. I held you captive for so many years. I wish your death. I wish that whoever, if you had any kids, they would die. I, I, I had a wish, a death wish on her life." And one day God said, you know, I forgave you. So tell me, can you forgive her? Because you've been holding her. And I said, oh my God, if her life has not been fulfilled or completely of a fulfillment of life, that she has been able to live fully because of me, Lord, please, because I know God is almighty God, the creator of heavens and earth, and he sees everything can you please go to her and tell her that I forgive her? That if she's, if she's, if I'm holding her from something, can you please release it? Mm -hmm. Because all I want to say is I love you. I know that it was an accident and I know that my child was raised by Jesus Christ himself in heaven. Could I have given him that here on earth? No. Mm -hmm. So I can look forward that one day when I come to heaven, he will be waiting for me to say hello, mommy. You know,
0: beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: and I have my ups and my downs in my journey with the Lord. I have I have had my uh, bumps on the road or potholes. Like they say, you fall in the pothole, you come back out because He's not gonna let you go. Yeah, you wanna go in that pity party for a while? Go ahead, do it. But I'm waiting for you out here because you're not going anywhere. I'm not gonna keep you out of my sight. Mm-hmm. So you you always come back and say, I'm so sorry, Lord, forgive me. And I'm here again, and you full of power and full of might. And and it's a it's a growing up journey, and I'm so glad that He doesn't give up on and us yeah they are always waiting for us to come back home always yeah
0: yeah so i forget
1: her and i forgive a whole bunch of people that perhaps already went and died you know i don't know what her life is like and if she's still alive but i asked the lord that if she was and if she was in heaven to please give her my forgiveness and as you do that it's like it's like if you are hold if they are holding you through your throat and they're giving you just a little bit of oxygen and then when you say, I forgive you, it releases and it gives, allows you to breathe more. Mm. And then you walking around like, como toda esa carga, everything that was holding you down is completely lifted up from you. And in order for you to experience those things, you have to experience Jesus Christ. You have to, you have to say, Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I accept you as the Lord and Savior of my life. And I want to give you my life to you. Does that your life tomorrow, you're going to wake up and you're in another kind of way? No. But you start to comprehend things. I heard when you when I tell you that the Lord speaks to my ear, and you hear that whispering voice in your ear, it's real.
0: I believe it. I believe it.
1: In the right moment, sometimes he'll just whisper something to let you know you're in danger, something is coming up, or Mm -hmm. something like that. Something happens, and it's always something out of the ordinary. Did I was it a thought, or did I hear a voice? Yeah. But you know, it was the right thing. It's real. You know. Yeah. And then you you bring it back and say would I have known that would I have known to to think that I thought that no you have to be intervention somewhere yeah, right there. you had to
0: it had to be you
1: yes it had, it to, had, be had to be you and <laughs> yes. I know
0: it I know that yeah. feeling Didi I do I do yes. um and to and, and like you said I mean I'm human we're human and it's life is going to be up and down right and sometimes yes. sometimes I'm learning too because sometimes uh something that you're not ready to to work with in this moment right that you might be like you know what that feels like i don't want to deal with that right now it's like that Mm -hmm. like that you're saying like the anxiety that fear like oh my god Mm -hmm. this this is not feeling good right now that you know sometimes you're like all right let's go fear boom i got you today right but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like oh my god i don't even want to touch that that Sometimes when you are in it, right, and your 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 relationship with Jesus is is great, you're good, and he's like, remember that thing you haven't worked on yet? Let me. Mm-hmm. Here's a little pothole, Bella. Yeah. Get your little pothole because that what, mm-hmm. that day that you put that down over there, I mm-hmm. me you're now you're ready for it. Like you yes. weren't ready for it that time, but mm-hmm. you're ready for it right now. So let me. Right. And, that, and, the, and the PAHO comes up in, in different ways. It comes out in different yes. forms, right? But it's there to, you're, now you're ready to do this. Let me put yes. it let me put it back on your plate. Yes. Because you have to work that through. I'm not going to let you go without mm-hmm. you getting that.
1: Let me tell you something. Through this freedom class, I, I did that, that journey, and um, he showed me, and he says, you ready? I'm going with you and show you what happened those times that you lift up those um, walls and I'm going to take them down, but I need you to look at them. Like you're saying, I'm going to take you back to that pothole. Remember this? And now you go with your little tar and put all the cover up. And
0: nah, it's okay there you to- go. That-
1: when you walk by there again, you're not going to fall in that pothole again. Nice. So that's why he did. I'm taking them down and I'm going to give you freedom. You know why? Because I want you to look at life straight in the eye. You're not going to hurt me anymore because mm. you know what happens that your enemy your enemy cannot bring you anything new because he doesn't know anything new. Only God knows your future. Like when you're in Christ, every day is an adventure because mm. he has so many things for you. He wants you to walk in, into, mm. but the enemy only knows your past. So he can only tempt you with anything that's familiar to
0: you. Ah, I, like I like
1: that. Ah, tú te estás haciendo el santito ahora, pero tú te acuerdas de esto. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine if they see you now?
0: But, he's, but guess what? I don't
1: care mm. if they see me now.
0: Yeah, yeah but that's, you that's took that's your phone back. Do. Yes. You took your phone back.
1: sometimes if you feel the shame still, if you still feel shameful, because you'll go to the to the nitty gritty, ahí es donde está la llaga, mm-hmm. recordarte. You remember sure. this, right? You remember when you did this? And you did this to this person, or this person did to you, and you didn't do anything, you know, he will bring you to not. I mean, I could be driving with the muse, the person worship music on, and you go boom, mm. a thought. I said, Where did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> this is how it's done now. What are you yeah. doing here? He the dirtiest thought to the to the most shameful thing that I have ever experienced. Boom, and I'm in the middle of person worship and driving, you know. Where did you come from? <laughs>
0: That's a, where that's do you
1: come from? Mm, that's that. that's darts. That. I right? got
0: you. I got ah, you. Look at I the,
1: uh, look at you. Look at you dancing and praising the Lord. Do
0: you remember when work? you did this? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> your little yeah. thing, like that's the, it. That says, I'm not that little thing anymore, sweetheart. You can take that back to where you brought it from because I'm a child of God and he has you covered. Bye. But yeah. you have to know to recognize those moments when they come because they come to, to torment you
0: and love it and love yeah, it yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't want to cut you off because I think we can talk forever but I mean we can Goodness, do other podcasts I do have Araya <laughs> bouncing back and forth over here like, I
1: know <laughs> I know I said a little bit of her back there
0: <laughs> but listen uh <laughs> this was very very powerful for me um, you. you know, your your uh, the the clip that I have and I'm gonna finish it when we finish. I'm gonna put it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really love this interview. It's again, it's it's very enlightening for me. And and you know, it, it just adds on to and and I didn't think it was possible because I love our family and 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 you guys that much that I didn't think I could appreciate it even more, that mm-hmm. I do appreciate it even more Um, oh man
1: you know you have a lot of meat in our family because we have uh so many different experiences depending on what you want to expose and who wants to share i think that is that is it's a good thing i know you did one with jerry i heard jerry the other day i heard a little bit of the clip and um but it's good because we have a lot and we have a lot in common and we have a lot of love and you're doing this in love and i know you're gonna bring breakthrough to a lot of people through your podcast Thank you Correct. so much, Titi. Yeah, That's I the love it.
0: I want other people to know, like well, you're not alone. We all have these things, you know. Yes. And but I love you.
1: Mm-hmm. That is
0: free yourself. I did free a little more of myself today. Where oh
1: <laughs> the
0: power, right? All right, <laughs> you want to get on real quick? Say hi. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye, Titi. Good I'm night. gonna wait, hold on. I'm gonna play it and I'm just gonna cut it off after that. Um, if okay. that's okay
1: with you. It's okay. And I know that it's real because my fight was with him, not with anybody else. I was fighting him and I was talking to him all the time, uh, how he hurt me by taking my son that way. But I didn't know I also had an enemy to my life, which is Satan. And it's probably the one that orchestrated everything to happen the way it happened. And the Lord allowed it maybe from this time in my life, now that I'm free and i set free and I have been able to talk to other women that have lost their kid in maybe not the same manner. Some people say, well, I would not be able to survive. And say, yes, you will survive because I survived. And the Lord set me free and the Lord healed my soul because the wound was in my spirit that wasn't in my flesh. Mm. So the alcohol, the pills, the drugs were only soothing my 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 flesh. But the Lord, when he touched my soul, he made me whole. And today I'm I cry, but I don't have pain.
0: Mm. Today
1: I'm, I'm so joyful and so grateful to serve a God, so living God that set me free. Amen. That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> Love you, sweetheart. Love you too, Benichelle Dios te bendiga, mi amor. Bye bye. Bye.